This edition of the Sleepover is brought to you by the measles and smallpox and every other goddamn disease. Fucking mankind is almost right because you bastards won't vaccinate your crotch goblins. Enjoy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Bedroom Studios. This edition of The Sleepover features a very good friend of mine, Joshua Craig. He is the vocalist, if you didn't know, for the punk stuff we do here at Bedroom Studios called Never Again. Joshua Craig, or Craig, I like to call him, K-R-E-G-G. How you doing, bud? I'm doing great, man. Oh, sorry, I just fell on the bed. Ah, so, tell us, Craig, what do you do? Are you a vocalist, guitar player? What instruments do you play? What do you do? Well, I'm a vocalist. Uh... I dabble with some other instruments, but I am shit with them. So, you know, I just stick to the little bit of singing that I can do. So, <laughs> Right on. Are there any bands that you've been in that we would know? Are you any bands right now other than the Never Again Project? Uh, right. I mean, offhand, the only other band that people may know, I was in Tremble Hill. Uh, we had a lot of fun and did some pop punk stuff, like, all over the South for a while. Recorded two albums out in California. You know, we had some fun. Where did you guys tour a lot? Uh, yeah, we did some touring. Yeah, uh, we had we opened for some big names, I mean, well, for some bigger named, you know, acts at the time. But uh, yeah, it kind of just ended, and then you know, I've been doing my now, own thing since. Now, uh, <laughs> if it's not self-implication, uh, do you want to tell that story about the uh, the bar that you guys destroyed? That's a pretty funny story. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, this was fun. We. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so we we got asked to join a show out in uh, where was that? Out in somewhere in Tennessee. I can't. Nash, no, not Nashville. Knoxville. That was it. We got uh, asked to play a show out in Knoxville by this band that was touring, and we were on tour at the same time. And it was a little out of the way, but they were begging us, and we were like, okay, sure. Plus, they guaranteed we were going to get paid. It was only enough for gas, you know, roughly, because it was only like two hundred bucks. But you know, when you're on the road, gas and food is great. So. We uh, showed up for the show, and the other band had canceled completely. The bar and no one had let us know, and there was no one at the bar except for the owner and one drunk guy on a stool. So we uh, like, hey, we're here for the show. And they're like, oh, well, that band canceled, but you guys are free to play if you want to. So we're like, okay, well, cool. So we have to drag all of our gear up a flight of stairs because they're not insured to let us use the freight elevator that they have for taking the kegs upstairs, which pissed us off. But we were like, hey, we're getting paid. It's cool. So we went ahead, started playing our set, you know, just to jam out to an empty room, basically, and practice for the next night. And uh, we start to do a cover of, I think, Astro Zombies. And then all of a sudden the dude runs upstairs and starts screaming at us about how they're not, they haven't paid their light, their cover license fee because apparently bars have to pay so that you're able to pay main play covers in their establishment. And I'm like, what kind of bar that has bands doesn't have their cover license fee done? And he's like, well, we don't. So, you know, you're going to have to stop. And we're like, okay. So we just went ahead and we called it there because there was no one there. And we started packing up and taking our shit down and, all of a sudden, you know, well, we go downstairs and I'm like, all right, well, we're heading out. So where's the, you know, the money that you owe us? And he's like, oh, we don't have it. I mean, you're not getting paid. I mean, that show didn't happen. So you're not, we're not paying. And I'm like, 
uh, you told us to go ahead and play, so we played, you're paying. And he's like, no, nah, we're not paying. And uh, <laughs> about that time, you know, me and my friends got pretty pissed about it. So we went upstairs and we trashed the place, like straight up. I mean, you know, <laughs> Justin, my younger brother, started taking stools and chucking them into the urinal trough up there. We put one through <laughs> the back window of the bar we went out in the parking lot, and the other band that was with us was, uh, you know, our good friends, Apollo 11. Uh, they got some spray paint from where we had been spray painting T-shirts when we ran out, and uh, <laughs> we painting dicks all over the parking lot and all over the owner's car. And uh, finally, you know, the guy got like, please, you know, just fucking leave. We've called the cops, and we're like, dude, we're not leaving without our fucking money, or we're going to take it out of your bar. And he gave us like 100 bucks, so we'd leave, so... <laughs> We left before the cops got there, and, uh, you know, we're so a trash- band from there. It's some shitty little bar out in Knoxville, and, you know, I'm like, what? but what kind of place is empty in a college town on a fucking Saturday, you know? And, I mean, it was, it was frustrating, but, sure. yeah, it was a good time, yeah. Not only did you trash the, trash the place... They called the cops and they still gave you money. <laughs> well, we were, yeah. I mean, dude, it was it was fun. You'll uh, it, ask him about it, dude. <laughs> he was uh, he was the one who instigated the original trashing, and then we just kind of you know took off from there because my younger brother, which was our drummer at the time, was uh was a hothead. So, <laughs> so everybody knows. I'm, I know this guy personally. <laughs> yeah, he, he's fun. So. So <laughs> that's crazy. So who are your influences? Tell us, uh, tell us who all you've listened to. And oh, dude, what- I, I listen to a bit of everything, like seriously, everything from doom metal to, you know, old school punk, like, you know, God, everything, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my favorite bands that right now that I'm pulling from are like Crybaby Man Baby or Cry- ah, Playboy Man. The name's frustrating. Uh, Cry Bear, I mean, Cry Baby Playboy, sorry. And then uh, I'm also taking some inspiration from old Blink and old Green Day. I'm just, you know, kind of trying to put a new spin on some, uh, you know, old school 90s punk. Word, which is what we're going to try to do with the next Never Again record. We'll talk about that later. But uh, so tell me, what's, what was the first show you ever played? Do you remember it? <laughs> First show I ever played was a Resident Evil 5 parking lot show. We were, uh, they were opening, uh, or they were releasing Resident Evil 5 over at the GameStop in Jasper. And we had a friend that was one of the assistant managers there. And uh, they were trying to, you know, look good. So they hired us to play the parking lot. So we dressed up as zombies and played a show out in the parking lot. It was the middle of summer. We were burning up in zombie makeup. It was, uh, it was fun though. We had a lot of fun. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, it was, cool. was that also the most memorable show or do you have something more memorable? Uh, than that? My most memorable show was probably one of our last ones. We played at this place called the seven always loved playing there. They've closed now, but the owner was this awesome guy and uh, we were on tour and we didn't have a hotel in the area. So we were going to crash in our van. And the uh, the owner was like, nah, man, you guys can crash here. And this place was awesome, dude. They had a uh, they had a sweet skate. I mean, they had like a full half pipe 
in the back of the theater that it was built in because it was built in an old movie theater. So we slept in the half pipe and uh, chilled out. One of the best shows we ever played too because there was like a huge crowd. Um, Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Oh, I see that for a second. I heard a duck. A like duck. a robot. Oh, that then... might have been. Yeah, sorry. That might have been my uh, my Discord. Sorry. Oh, yeah. whoops. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, no, um, where did it cut out at? No. <laughs> Don't even remember. Uh, let's see. Uh, what was the last thing you said? Uh, I was Crap. talking about the seven. Yeah, you, well, you, you kind of got right in there, and then I started hearing, wah, yeah, sorry, wah. That was my Discord. Yeah, no, Anyways. we played at this place called The Seven, and like I said, they had like a half pipe in the back, and we didn't have a hotel, so the owner was super awesome. The place is closed now, but man, it was such a great We're losing you again. What's going on? He didn't want us to sleep in the van that night so and i don't know if caradell's still even around dude but they were pretty awesome in the pop punk scene at that time cool yeah they were like on back then they were on alternative presses like up and comings but i think they broke up due to issues but they were awesome if you ever get a chance go listen to their old stuff right we'll do and who's that again? what was the name of that band again uh that band's name was from gadsden Oh really? Okay, yeah, so there's somebody. They, we had uh, we had just gotten them. They were off of their. They had been playing over in Canada on tour. On Canada. With them. Yeah, they were they were pretty awesome, dude. Word. Now speaking of uh, awesome tours and stuff, if you could put together a tour, any tour of any band, whether it be a band that's still going on right now or a band that quit, you know, hundred years ago, what four bands would you put together on a dream tour? Four bands on a dream tour. Okay, I would like to see. No effects, ghost, corn, oh, and system of a down. I just feel like those four are so opposing from each other that it would be really fun. And plus, they're all such great bands to see live. So <laughs> I and great bands in general. You ask me, I like ever. I like oh, all. Yeah, no, they're all great, but I mean, just they all put on an amazing live show. So. So if there was any, uh, and, 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 I don't know why I'm stuttering. Uh, <laughs> if uh, you could take any one spot, any band ever that ever existed, whose spot would you take in what band? That's a hard question. Uh, <laughs> Everybody else on this fucking show would come at the hard question. It is a hard question. There's so many good bands, and I, I would hate to embarrass myself taking somebody's spot. But um, <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, honestly, I would probably take Tom DeLone's spot in, or Mark's spot in old Blink-182. Oh. Yeah, like old Blink. So, like Enema of the State days, Cheshire Cat, all that stuff. So before, uh, He got black bagged and took to Area 51. <laughs> Do you joke? But that is a serious theory. There's a big theory that uh, Mark, I mean, that uh, Mark, not Mark, uh, Tom was actually abducted by aliens and replaced with an alien so i mean look that up <laughs> if you get a chance man there is a there is a conspiracy theory so wait a minute he got they, they think he got taken by aliens and then they brought him back with a replacement and that that, that replacement is obsessed with aliens 
Yeah, he, they think that, man, they think that the reason that he's obsessed with aliens is because he's trying to show people that there are aliens by, I, it, it's confusing. Like, he is an alien, and he's trying to show us that there are aliens in the easiest way that he can by taking over a pop star's body, and, you know, they thought that could, they could ease us into it with that. That is the conspiracy theory. Then there's the other one that he was, you know, like, he, uh, including in his music, they, he talks a lot about aliens and stuff, like, uh, Oh, what was that song? Anyway, he talks about getting abducted by aliens in one or two of his songs, and they're saying that he wrote those because he was abducted and he's seen things and this and that. So, yeah, they probably have been better off if they got Mr. Rogers or Bob Ross to. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I agree. You know, I mean, I can see Bob. I definitely believed Mr. Rogers. He's, that's what I really look like. <laughs> Don't mind the tentacles. You know, you, you know. Won't you be my neighbor? Definitely sounds very alien to me. So Those tentacles. Let's paint that happy little tentacle here. That's for hugging, <laughs> not, for ripping, not for ripping your flesh off. <laughs> yes, that's for probing. I mean, you know, hugging. So, what else do you do? Do you do anything other than music, Craig? Do you do anything other than just scream? Oh, other than screaming and singing, I play a shit ton of video games, <laughs> like a lot of video games. Mainly Overwatch and Destiny, and uh, I'm an avid comic book collector. <clears throat> I watch a lot of Overwatch League, and I draw. I do a lot of drawing. Word? You getting your art online or anything? I write. I do some writing and stuff too, but I haven't released anything because I'm a check-in shit. So. Ah, but plan to. Oh, well, I, I plan to eventually when I work up the nerve. Right on. So, other than other than Never Again, are you in? Are you doing anything else right now? You got any other bands? Yes, I'm actually. Uh, you know, that, speaking of that, you're supposed to help me with something, but I keep forgetting to, you know, set up a day to work on it. Uh, I am working on a new, like, album. I mean, like a EP album that I wrote called "Fatty Keeps Fighting," and uh, you know, it's kind of like a conceptual album, like uh, partly humor, partly serious, where it's a story of this guy that you know just can't get ahead in life but he continues to keep every time he gets knocked down he keeps going so i mean you know a little bit personal but mostly you know it's just a big fun time so but uh yeah you'll i mean if i you know have my way and you actually agree to it i want you to uh play some drums for me and then i've got my younger brother who was the drummer for tremble hill he's going to be doing drums and then I've got a couple of people in mind for bass. Um, I'm thinking about asking a good friend of mine that is in a local band. Uh, I don't want to say any names until, you know, I get it for sure. But, uh, yeah, he's – I'm talking about getting him to do it. So Awesome. Uh, yes, I will be featured on that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you would. All right. Uh, so, ah, the my, sorry, my dog's attacking me. So, any any gigs lined up? Or can we find any? Not at the moment. I'm not even. A, I'm not a huge fan of playing live. Um, I really just kind of enjoy the whole studio, you know, messing around, recording with my friends type thing. You know, it's just it's fun. Plus, when I have I have a kid now, so it's really hard to play live shows when I have to work and hang out with the kids. So, absolutely. Not that you don't want to hang out with the kid. No, I know. I love hanging out with my. She's she's probably the closest thing to a best friend I have around the house, but besides my wife. So. Yeah. No, I was about to say, I hope Amanda doesn't hear this. She'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably spend more time with the kid than my own wife because, you know, she works and stuff like that, too. So, but me and her usually right. sit and play video games and stuff like that. So, oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. 
Can we find any, any of your music on, online? Anywhere? Uh, you can find some of our shitty Trimble Hill music that is not, well, I don't know. They might have some of the Hollywood, I mean, the Hollywood recordings. Uh, you can find that on YouTube, just looking up Trimble Hill. Most of the quality is shit, though, so, you know, don't judge us too horribly from that because a lot of people took, you know, live photos on cell phones, which at the time were terrible. So, you know, nothing like what we have today. But uh, you can find that stuff there. Um, and then, you know, you can find all of the, you know, Never Again stuff on YouTube, too. Absolutely. Yeah, which, check. I mean, you know, check out Terror Time. That was a really good one that we did. I really enjoyed that. Yes, we did a Halloween EP where we covered Terror Time by, from the uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island movie. Yes, yes, that was really good. I actually genuinely loved that one. I showed it to some people this weekend, and they were impressed. So Awesome. Yeah, keep showing that shit around. Yeah. Oh, you got anything else you want to say to the people listening? All both of them, so <laughs> all three people. Yeah, no, uh, guys. Yeah, those I mean, it's, it's you know it's awesome that what you're doing. I'm really excited, you know, because I get to hear some new uh, you know artists that I've never heard or seen before. So you know, it's I think this is a really cool thing that you're doing. And then you know, to the people that are listening, uh, you know, go support these artists that he shows you because I mean, your local scene is awesome you know i mean it's a big part of music because yeah big bands are always going to be around but you know the locals are the ones that could you know that want to do that you know so go support them and help them achieve their dreams and you know be able to buy the beers that they consume at the show (laughs) help them help you help us help them okay exactly help them drink so they can help play Mm -hmm. because drunk people pay a lot more exactly true story and put on a better show you know because even if the band sucks if they're drunk i mean they could fall off stage and you could tell that story absolutely (laughs) it makes good uh good uh whatever the word is i'm thinking of well anyway that's it for this edition of the sleepover this has been josh craig or craig as i like to call him from never again and former hill we'll see you again next time good night everybody see you bye craig see you man